hello so today i want to talk about one of my recent reads actually before i do that i wanted to talk about <laughs> so i started thinking about celebrity memoirs and autobiographies biographies and this question just keeps coming up about whether we even need them right because i just feel like in recent times with social media, we kind of know too much already about celebrities. So we're always being updated on some social media about somebody, right? And it just, I feel like they give way too much information these days. And maybe not the actual celebrity, but you know, whatever news program or blogger or whoever, there's so much information given about them that I just, I'm starting to feel like <laughs> memoirs are obsolete because everybody's doing the work for the celebrity. So they don't even get a chance to tell their own stories. But hello, my name is Tamika. And whether you stumbled upon Junkie for a story or are here by intention, thank you for stopping by. I hope you enjoy this video. And if you do, please give it a like and subscribe by the end of the video and hit the bell for notifications so you won't miss new videos when they are released. And now on to the video. I was reading a recent memoir, which was a pleasant surprise because that celebrity happens to be someone who is not on social media to my knowledge and if they are they're not on their own on a regular basis i'll say but you know for example who was it uh matthew mcconaughey he came out with a autobiography i think it's called green lights but i'll put a picture up if i'm wrong you'll see the cover and he his biography, autobiography, was a bestseller. I think it still is on the bestseller list. But he's one of those who's kind of, I would say he's on the private side. So maybe that's why people are, are more fascinated and interested in him. Because I don't think he does much on social media. But I'm not a fan, so I don't really be checking in on him. So Not that I'm like enemy or something it's just i don't keep up with him like that but i'm thinking he's not really on social media that big although i know he did he had his recent like governor candidacy but you know for the most part i don't really hear about his personal life so his bi autobiography was doing really well as far as the sales and public interest and I know Viola Davis, she had recently, well, at the, at the beginning of 2022, she released an autobiography as well that has been doing well. I have been meaning to read that one, but it was kind of chunky, so I've been putting it, putting it off for a while. But yeah, that is one I want to read. And she's another one who I don't know much about, so I think it would be fascinating to read her autobiography. But some others, like for example, Jessica Simpson. I know she keeps writing. <laughs> she 
she keeps writing these books and I know I, open book I know is really popular and people seem to love it I haven't read that one but I don't know I just I guess she has something to tell right I mean <laughs> she she was popular at a time when although she she did have the reality show but still I guess there's there's some parts within her life that might be interesting and worthy of a book. <laughs> not, not that it's, I don't know if that's the word, but I'm just saying sometimes it's like they put all their business out there anyway, and then they want to turn around and charge you $30 for a book that's not really saying much new <laughs> stuff. So I'm just like, why would I pay for that? <laughs> you know, it's like, what was his name? Um, Justin Timberlake. He came out with something. I don't remember what it was, but it didn't do well. It, it flopped, basically, whatever it was, a memoir or something. And I don't hear nobody talking about it. Although, maybe that's just because people are not interested in Justin Timberlake. I can't check. Like, I can't decipher which one that <laughs> which category that falls into. But then there's Selena Gomez who I really love, and she released, I think it was a memoir recently, but again, that flopped as well, <laughs> although she's not on social media, I believe, because she always talks about in interviews how she deleted her social media accounts, so I'm not sure why that one didn't do well, because I would think people would be interested in her but maybe it's just all the selena gomez coverage you know? <laughs> even though she's not the one in your face it's just the news cycle and the news media social media they're interested in so in selena gomez and so by the time the book comes out it's like do you really want to hear about selena gomez <laughs> so there used to be a time when celebrities were called overexposed and sometimes they would go into hiding I remember I don't know I don't know who it was who said it, but somebody mentioned how you know they would kind of take a break because they've been seen too much you know either in interviews or on magazine covers newsstands whatever but basically the public was sick of them so they would just you know take a reprieve you know <laughs> and come back in a couple of months or whatever and I I just don't hear that word anymore, even though there are definitely a number of people who are overexposed at this point. <laughs> you know, you got your... Now, there was a time when people were begging Beyonce to take a break. And I will say stuff has calmed down over the years because, you know. And then there's Taylor Swift, all this everything we hear about Taylor Swift, but, you know, she's got a ferocious fan base, so, you know, no matter what, they won't get sick of her, and the same can be said for Beyonce, but, and then there's Justin, what's his name, Bieber, not Timberlake, Bieber, he's another one who's extremely popular, but he kind of shies away from all of that attention. Not not that the other two don't, but 
He seems to really want to not get the attention. <laughs> and maybe that's what makes people more interested. Who knows? But with all of the social media, I just feel like celebrity memoirs and autobiographies and biographies, they're starting to feel like an obsolete <laughs> type of nonfiction. You know, like, I don't even know if it's necessary anymore unless... I think it depends on the age, you know, like 30 and under, I definitely don't see the point because social media will chronicle everything they do. You know, if you are well known, somebody is, <laughs> somebody is failing what you are doing. So you don't even get a chance to tell your story. Somebody else already told it for you. So, but if you're like 50 and older, you come from a different era, so there might be some stories left to tell that nobody heard, right? <laughs> it is possible when you're older. However, I just feel like when you're younger, if you're a celebrity, someone most likely already told whatever story <laughs> there is. Because, you know, everybody has a phone. Everyone can just go online and say whatever, do whatever, put up, upload whatever. So it kind of takes the telling of your own story away from you, you know? <laughs> in, a, in a sense, it does. But then, so I, I think there's that, that window between the, I guess the 30 and the 50 club, right? <laughs> but I kind of feel like sometimes, like if you're considering, you know, if you're a celebrity and you're considering writing a book, you should like keep certain stories like real close to you. Make sure don't nobody know it <laughs> except the people involved because chances are if you're going to write a book and the story is already out there, well, who wants to spend $30 on a book to read about something they already read on social media? I mean, that's a waste of money in my book, but anyway, so way back when, when I started getting into celebrity biographies, I think the first one, I'm thinking the first one I read was uh, Call Her Miss Ross. I think this was my first. And I mean, obviously this is really old, but you know, I like old Hollywood, you know, and I guess like pre-80s, I would say. I tend to like those memoirs a lot. So, and this one was, now this is what they used to call the, unauth the unauthorized biography of Diana Ross. Now this was a, a big deal back, back when, we'll just say. I, <laughs> but you know, they used to always put out these unauthorized biographies, meaning that they didn't get the okay from the subject <laughs> which means they probably got more juicier stuff in there you know than what the celebrity would divulge you know and so this book definitely had a lot of juicy stuff in it <laughs> and that's what got me into celebrity biographies and from there I've read a ton you know Goldie Hawn uh, Jack Nicholson Warren Beatty Julia Roberts, and 
Yeah, so I like those because it's old Hollywood. But whenever I see like younger celebrities coming out with a book, I'm just like, I don't know if I want to pick that up just yet. <laughs> but I happen to come across Miss Gina Davis, her memoir, Dying of Politeness. Now, this is, I'm going to say this is a pretty picture, too. <laughs> so, this was at my library. And the back picture is, it's just gorgeous. But, so, that's the back. But, yeah, so, Gina Davis, right? This book surprised me because I'm not, I'm not a, I wouldn't call myself a fan of Gina Davis. Like, I know Thelma and Louise, and I think that's that's all I can think of that I know <laughs> as far as her movie credits. I don't really know much else about her. <laughs> I do remember the TV series where she played a female president. But other than that, I don't really know her work. So... I just picked this up, I think just because I like the cover. <laughs> but anyway, I picked this up and I, I sort of read and listened to the audiobook, which she narrates herself. And in this book, she, it's a memoir, I guess, because she mainly focuses on her career. She doesn't. Outside of her childhood and the relationships that were intertwined with her career, she doesn't go into a lot of details about her personal life. So she talks about growing up, I forgot where she grew up, was it? I don't know if it's going to say, I think it... Sort of on the East Coast. I, you know I'm not good with details. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it real quick. Okay, I, I can't find it, but I think it was Pennsylvania somewhere. And, you know, she, okay, it says she was a New Englander. So, so somewhere in that region, you know. <laughs> so she has her older brother. I think he was like two years older than her and her mother and father. And she grew up in that neighborhood. She was, she was a very tall child, a very tall girl. And she calls herself, I'm, I'm not sure what the exact word she used to describe herself, but basically you get the impression that she wasn't popular for her looks <laughs> uh, because she was tall, but also she sounded kind of on the awkward side, maybe. And, you know, just not good at her so social skills weren't that great. Okay. But for some reason she was very, I would say courageous because she was in this small little town and she knew she wanted to be an actress and she just 
went for it. <laughs> she left her home, her family home, and went to New York, you know, the big city, to become a model. And it sounds like that movie Mannequin was maybe inspired by her. <laughs> because she talked about a time where she was pretending to be a mannequin when she used to work at one of those, you know, high-end department stores. I forgot which one. But it was in Manhattan. And she would draw large crowds. And eventually her manager said, you know, just keep doing this because she was attracting such a large audience. And it was getting, you know, shoppers in the door, right? So it's... it's that, I didn't realize that that was based on something, but it sounds similar to the movie. I don't know if that's true, but it's it's very similar to the movie. <laughs> anyway, she talks about her love life. So she was married in her 20s when she met this guy in New York. They, they started living together, but then she felt guilty about it, so she finally got married because she was just driving herself crazy, lying about it to her mom because you know, they were shacking up. <laughs> so they got married, but then Hollywood started to, you know, take interest in her, and the husband realized that, that California just wasn't his vibe, you know? And so they ended the marriage amicably, but um, she stayed in California, obviously, and she went on to make the movies we all know and love, right? Now, again, a lot of the movies she mentions I'm not familiar with, but I didn't even realize she had a relationship with, what is his name? I can't think of his name. Jeff Gold? Is it Jeff? Let me see. Hopefully it's in here. Jeff's, yeah, Jeff Goldblum or, or something. I'll just put up the picture so you know who I'm talking about. But, um... Hopefully you can see that right there. Okay, you know who I'm talking about, right? That guy. And I didn't realize they were in a serious relationship, but apparently they were. So she talks about that. Obviously, she talks about Thelma and Louise. Uh, she also gave credit to Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> for giving her some good advice. So she said Dustin Hoffman told her never to sleep with your co-stars. Or I don't know how he put it, but basically he just said, you know, you don't you don't want to get into a romantic relationship if you think you might work with them because it just kind of you know, creates problems. <laughs> and then she talks about this incident with Jack Nicholson where he just calls her up and <laughs> her impression of Jack Nicholson is funny, okay? <laughs> so she, Jack is just like, you know, when's it gonna happen? <laughs> and then she gives her that line about, you know, oh no, we might work together. I don't want to ruin things. And then <laughs> he's like, oh, who told you to say that? <laughs> Jack, I mean, can't you just picture him, you know? <laughs> but anyway, she has a fascinating story to tell. And I wish she would have gone into more about having children in her 40s, but she really just sort of glanced over that. She just, 
I didn't even realize she had three. She said she had twins and then a third child. But she, she doesn't go too much into that. But she is still with the, the man that she married and had the children with. But prior to that, she, she had some, you know, some relationships. But she doesn't. She doesn't reveal too much about the relationships. I think she treats her former lovers with respect. But there was one guy, he was a director. I can't remember his name, but he was a director. And it just turned me off immediately because she said he, when they met and they started dating, he said to her, oh, my last, I don't know if it was his wife or his ex-girlfriend, but he said she cheated on me. And I, I don't know the exact wording, but basically it was like he was acting like Gina Davis needed to prove herself to him. So it just became all, the whole relationship became about Gina Davis trying to prove to him that she can be trusted. But it just sounds like she lost herself in trying to prove herself to him. And then you're just sitting back wondering, well, what is he doing for her? I mean, <laughs> I mean we all coming with some kind of baggage, you know? So it's like, okay, you've been cheated on and your point. So I don't know. I mean, I didn't get it. But anyway, she liked him. She went out with him. I don't, I can't remember if they married or what, but it lasted a couple of years, it sounded like. But eventually she finally figured it out and moved on. <laughs> but yeah, so her stories about being on set, the they had quite some shenanigans in some of those movies that she was filming, you know. And she, she just chooses such different kind of movie roles. I mean, the movies she was talking about, like each one is just so different from the other. I don't think I know any other, I can name any other actress who just has her kind of resume. It's just one of those quirky kind of resumes, you know, like it's just weird, but her adventures are pretty fascinating. I'm so glad I read this and I would highly recommend it. It's a quick read. It's like 200, let's see. Two, okay, two, seven. 277 pages. 277 pages. The main, I'd say the, the main highlight would be her modeling years because the stuff she went through to be, be a professional model, which in those days, it sounds like a lot of actresses that's how they got in through modeling. But um, yeah, anyway, again, I highly recommend this. It's worth your time. Um, she has fun while she's telling the stories and she's not, she's not a mean girl to anyone. You know what I mean? She didn't, you know, throw anybody under the bus or, you know, it does, it's not one of those where she, you get the sense that she's just doing this to, you know, upset some folks she really she really is dying of politeness I guess <laughs> but anyway I'm gonna get out of here 
Please like, comment, and subscribe if you choose. And let me know if you read Gina Davis or if you plan to. Or what do you think about, you know, I don't know. These celebrities, some of them, they have something to say. But some of them, I just, it's like you're all over social media. So, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. Anyway, I'm going to get out of here. I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.